0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jim is here.
1: He is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And let me just set the scene here. On Tuesday, I attend a Timberwolves game. Uh, I attend the Wolves and uh, 76ers game and... I'm there with Q and I look across. There's Jim Pete. He's, he's back to his roots. He's working radio with Alan Horton. And I, I heard some of uh, the byplay uh, driving home, and I thought it was very good. But I missed a certain part of the call that Dave Harrigan heard. Let's go to that soundbite right here from a recognizable voice. This has been way more enjoyable
2: than working with Chad Hartman. Hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You didn't hear that?
1: Uh, well, I did now. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Dave, Dave just played it for me, and I was laughing during the break. Now I pointed out to Dave that I sent you this text. Hold on, I got to make sure I I have it right here. I sent you this text. Um, Alan is texting me, asking me how did you ever work with Jim. He never stops talking. <laughs>
2: I was reading that to Alan, and we were both dying. Oh, gosh. Uh, hey, the radio roots, man. It was
1: great. It yeah. Was like, well, Alan does a great know, job, and you're familiar so with it. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, it's too bad you guys couldn't get a better game, unfortunately.
2: I know. And, and Ed Malloy wasn't refereeing either, yes. which would have been good, too.
1: Yes. So this is one of those things that you've known longer than me, but this goes back to when I was – working games. And we'd hear this all the time. Well, you know what this what a really tough game is? Is It's really tough for the home team when they come back off a road trip and it's the first game. And I just call BS on that. I, I, I'm sorry. The Wolves were well-rested. They had uh, two days at home. The Sixers played the night before against an uh, Indiana team that I think is better than the record. And they're without Harden. I know I was shocked that James wasn't going to play it back-to-back. There's Better chance I give up golf currently than James going to play back to backs, and I know they, they listen. They had three good wins in California. They did, and doesn't take away from those th- three wins. But I'm sorry that I've never once in a flip and I would have these back and forths on that. I've never once bought that as really a valid excuse myself. What do, What do you think about that?
2: Well, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Philly's top four. I mean, they're the fourth rated offense in the league, and they're the defense. So they're the eighth in the NBA, yeah. so their net rating. Is fifth in the league. They're plus three point nine. So, I mean, they're a good basketball they're team. Good. Joel Embiid's a monster. Oh, he's so. Good. I mean, honestly, he. You know, it's it, and this debate with Nikola Jokic is is valid in some ways. You know, because Embiid's having a great season. And the thing that is astounding, if you look at both Jokic and Embiid, their numbers have been getting better and better as the season goes on. I mean, like it's just it's just ridiculous how talented these two guys are. And, and B probably impacts the defensive end a little more than Jokic does just because he's so big and he's playing in drop coverage and he's able to switch and he just is so, so massive. That that really impacted it. I think mean, you and I, we text about uh, the field goal percentage. Yeah. Um, they just, I mean, the, the field goal percentage around the rim was just driven down because they were they were pretty tough defensively. And I agree with you on the whole, you know, come back from a road trip, play your first home game. They've frankly just not played well at Target Center.
1: No. No so this is one of my uh, early rules I learned with with you is you would walk down to a player to really see how tall he was you know you'd want, <laughs> yeah. you'd, want to, you'd want to you'd want to see is he 6'10 like you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. folks have to see joel Embiid in person yeah. to realize what an enormous human being he is he is so much bigger than Rudy Gobert. I mean, and that guy's skill level, that size, and that skill level. I think we forget because of his injury, missed two years, and that first year he came back when he played 40? Um, this guy could be an all-timer if he stays healthy.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. It's almost like Shaquille O'Neal. Like as great as Shaq was. I think Shaq left a lot of uh, potential on the table. Yeah. By, by not being in shape and um, probably not dominating on the defensive end as much as he could, not being a better free thrower. I mean, those kinds of like little skill things. Like, MB can shoot a three at a really high rate, he can make free throws at a high rate. Like, he's, as you said, I mean, he's just super skilled. But there's something about his time in the NBA so far that. You feel like he hasn't quite reached and scratched even the, the surface of where he can go. Like I think he, I think he can be even more talented than he, than he already. Is. I agree. But um, he's he's massive. Chad, they they and Alan and I were talking about this. They, they list him at seven feet. I'm six ten. So and I and I've stood up and talked to Joel Embiid. He's significantly bigger, yes. taller than me, oh, like, significantly. Yes. Yeah. I, I think he, and and then also they they list him at two eighty. No way. I weigh two I weigh two eighty. No
1: way does he weigh two eighty.
2: I mean come he, on. He's got he's gotta weigh three twenty. Yes. got gotta he's gotta be I mean like I just don't even know what I would do with it. And I said this about Shaq too. I I got out of the league when Shaq came into the league. So my last year was ninety two, the year that he was drafted. So ninety one, ninety two was my last year. And I mean, I, I don't know what I would have done. But Shaq just red-dolled guys my size you know, when he was in the league. And, and, you know, Towns is so much significantly smaller than, yes. than Embiid. The, the only really way that, that Carl can beat Embiid is to take him out of the perimeter.
1: Yeah, speed. And, I, I, and I would say this, on. you know, where you were broadcasting the other night is where you, prime, where you broadcast all the time. You yeah. know, with TV, almost all the radio has been bumped up, and Allen was able to move lower because of that. I was lucky outside of a couple arenas, my whole run, we were courtside. And because the way the schedule worked, the Wolves would play the Lakers four times. And then we had the, those back-to-back years where they played what they played 12 times. And I just remember yep. there'd be times where Shaq and and Kevin would be right next to me. They'd be just, like, leaning up against kind of the bench there. And I think, okay, here's KG, seven one two fifty. 250. He looks like... Me talking to you compared to Shaq. Shaq was epic. That's how big Embiid is, just to put in perspective. So you alluded to Towns. Let's get to this. Um, It looks like he's finally doing a little bit. It looks like the Wolves are finally willing to talk about it. Carl's obviously very sensitive in this area. I think for me, I think he's too sensitive. But I want to get to when... He comes back, and I guess we should say if he comes back, but let's say he does come back. Let's say it's a couple weeks from now. How does he fit in? Do they start him? Does he come off the bench? Whose minutes does he take? If he's healthy, you have to play him. He's too good. I mean, you can't say no. He's going to be disruptive. He was like the seventeenth best player in the game last year. Now I'm not talking, if it's injuries and and he doesn't play okay, but if he's ready to go, how would you use him?
2: That's a great question, um, and I haven't really talked to Finchie about this because you know it's been sort of a uh, a non sort of talking point between us. Like like Grady and I don't even talk about Carl really unless you know unless we swerve into it somehow, but. Um, we don't speculate when he's going to come back we don't t- we don't speculate about any uh, like you know how are they going to fit him back in what are you going to do just because it's that's not really our job you know and and we'll report on it when it when it comes but um i you know preparing for uh doing radio game with Alan on Tuesday i did rewatch our game against Philly earlier in the season and that happened before the town's injury and actually Carl played pretty well in that game
1: yeah i remember and that.
2: Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and Finch was still able to get Nas in there for significant minutes. He was able to get a rotation. Kyle Anderson was with the second unit. He was, uh, he was a big part of that second unit early on before Carl got hurt. Like that was like, that was a nice little, you know, rotation that he had. I, I just think you go back, you go back to that rotation, I, but we're better now. I think that Mike Connolly being in, into the lineup and certain light, like Mike, Mike is was more assertive, like in the Sacramento game, he had 24 in that game, but, but Mike, Mike is kind of picking his spots. Mike Connolly has absolutely made Rudy Gobert better since he's been here. Rudy, Rudy, you could say this has been what of Rudy's better, more efficient stretches, Chad, um, just because he's not cannibalizing the shots. I mean, ant ant is the main option. And then not without D'Lo, like he doesn't have that second score. So I really think we need Carl scoring. We need him Absolutely. to shoot the basketball. So 100%. it's a different, la- it's a different landscape now. I think Conley is so good and so professional and in the locker room. He changes the dynamic in a positive way. And I think D'Lo, you know, you, you had, you know, he was always trying to figure out how to, how, how to eat and how to serve. And it was always this push pull with with D'Lo. You know, is it my is it my time? And a lot of times, D'Angelo would not let the game breathe. You know, he would he would come in and look for his shots mm-hmm. and, and, and no matter what shots right away. And, yep. and he would take away rhythm and ball movement and all that kind of good stuff. And, and Finch always talks about the bucket and sticky. There's none of that with with Conley, and and he unlocks Rudy more because and and this is this is just you know Frank. D'Lo never trusted Rudy. didn't didn't no. like passing. didn't like playing with him. Did, didn't trust him, and really didn't know how to how to pass the ball to him. I I just had a on court thing with Mike and Rudy, and talked with Mike a bunch about this. and It took Mike about a year to figure out how to play to play with Rudy and and how to pass him the basketball. The way that he bounces, passes the ball to Rudy is just it's more catchable, and so you're kind of taking away some of those. Bobble passes that D'Lo and 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 Rudy would have, but we need Carl scoring. So yeah. I think that it's going to be an injection of of good skill sets to have Carl back into the lineup. And I, I would start him right away and go back to that same Gobert Towns. I would starting lineup.
1: Yeah, and this is me more than you because you don't have to do this. I I just think Carl causing the organization to be twisting, turning, and silence has been silly, but. He, he, now, this is a lineup I think is their best one, and it doesn't include Conley. This is my personal view. That, And I want to know if you can play it. Can you play in the playoffs Ant, McDaniels, Anderson, Kyle. Towns, yeah. and Gobert? Can, I'm with you. Can, I, to me, I think that's their best five. With Conley, I miss a little bit of Ant with the ball. I think you're losing out in a little bit of what Ant was really starting to do well. But you're telling me if they're playing one of the better teams in the first round, I want those 5 on the floor. Can they can that 5 five some play against most teams?
2: I asked I asked Finch about that um when we were in Utah the last time. Just you know, just and that's the one way that I did bring up towns with yep. him. It's just, you know, just you know, thinking about that because I like playing big. I mean, it's it's yes. just in it, putting Jaden at the two. You know, it doesn't really matter really anymore when you start running the the kind of sets that we run. Of course, it's a little bit different with with Carl at the four, um, but Kyle can absolutely can absolutely do that. I, I think that um, he's such a good spacer of the floor, and he, he Kyle is just. Uh, as good as he's been, like I've always been a fan of his. But seeing him every day, Chad, and, and he's, he's really good. Way more now yeah. too. He, he's yeah. just so good. Uh, that that's the lineup I think that that Finch will get to. Now, obviously, opponent and matchups yeah. and time and score and in situational basketball determines and drives like lineups a lot. But but I think it's a great lineup, and I I would definitely get to that if I was Chris Finch. All
1: right, brother. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the info as always. Hey, Chad. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the polar plunge on Saturday,
2: dude. I'm I'm jumping in a frozen lake on Saturday.
1: Nice knowing you.
2: Yes, and it's gonna be the second time i am doing it. Me and Grady are doing it with Rebecca, Michael's steps on tie, and, and Tika's gonna to jump too. Is there a charity component? I need, I need I need yes, I need you to go to my Twitter feed that's a pinned tweet on my Twitter feed. I need I need a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter. It's for a great cause. Special okay. Olympics Minnesota. Great cause. And I need well. to, I need people to I need people to go there and donate.
1: Well you and know
2: don't don't go to my wife's don't go to my wife Don't go to my wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's you know Special Olympics because Q means a <laughs> lot to me. So yeah. Yes. Sir. At Jim Pete Hoops. At yep. Jim Pete Hoops uh yep. Help out bus. with Special Olympics, and then maybe I can step in. After you're in the hospital for a month, I'll step in and I'll work, in with, <laughs> I'll work with Grady. Yeah.
2: I'll expect you to I expect, I expect you to jump with me next year, Chad. You're
1: getting in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> All right, for that cause, I'd do it. All right, okay. man, be good. Tell I said hi. My boy, Jim Peter, 52 past two on CCO. Hey, I'm going to talk K&S, right? Is that what you want to talk about? I'd love to hear about your heating and cooling uh Issues at your house, or no issues, no issues, no issues. Because two years ago, KS came out and they said, Guess what? That furnace about to go out, that air conditioner about to go out. And guess what? We work with Lennox, so I'm set. I'm set for a decade, I'm set for 15 years. Who knows how long? What about the deal? KSheating.com, KSheating.com, how about the deal they're offering up right now? They're calling it their best furnace deal since they started in the late 80s. You can get a furnace right now for under $3,000, $2,995. How do you do it? You buy a furnace and an air conditioner at the same time, and the furnace is under $3,000. Also, qualified buyers, 0% interest for 18 months. You can call them, too, 952-697-4328. I've had them in my house for nine years. Professional.